from CPRI and the CPRI Knowledge Hub, this is Research Minutes, a weekly look at new and important research and education. Today, we look at teacher performance ratings and a new study examining the gaps that often exist between black and white educators. What's notable is that most of this black-white gap is due to both within school differences, but importantly, between school differences in terms of the context in which teachers teach. We welcome study co-author and George Mason University researcher, Matthew Steinberg. He discusses what his team learned about teacher performance rating gaps in Chicago. As it's currently calculated, a disproportionately high share of black teachers are ranked in the bottom 25% of teacher performance because these observation scores do not account for the classroom and school context in which teachers are working. And some important implications for policymakers, educators, and school leaders across the country. Minority teachers might not seek out teaching assignments in some of our nation's most economically and racially segregated schools if they believe their evaluation ratings will suffer. That's right now on Research Minutes. Hello and welcome to Research Minutes. I'm Keith Hummeller, Managing Editor of the CPRI Knowledge Hub. Today, we're happy to be speaking with Matthew Steinberg, Associate Professor of Education Policy in the School of Education and Director of Ed Policy Forward at George Mason University. Thanks so much for joining us, Matthew. Keith, thanks for having me. So today we're discussing your new study, which was co-authored by UNC Chapel Hill's Lauren Sartain, titled What explains the race gap in teacher performance ratings, evidence from Chicago public schools? It was just published in Educational Evaluation and Policy Analysis, and it takes a unique look at how teachers are evaluated and factors like school and classroom context that can influence performance ratings and contribute to racial disparities. Uh, To start, could you tell us what drew you to this work? Were there previous findings or gaps in the literature that led you to investigate race gaps in teacher performance ratings in Chicago? So in prior work that I've done, I've looked at the influence of classroom context, classroom composition on teacher observation scores. This is prior work with Rachel Garrett and was published in 2016 in the same journal, where we, using measures of effective teaching data, we leverage the random assignment of teachers to classes and ask the question, to what extent does the incoming academic achievement of a teacher's students influence that teacher's classroom observation scores? And what we found was that, in fact, teachers who were randomly assigned to classes of students that had lower, on average, incoming achievement received lower observation scores. So based on that work, And coupled with emerging evidence at the time, about five or six years ago, which showed that there were wide gaps in the observation scores of Black teachers and white teachers in Chicago public schools, I then asked the question with with Lauren, to what extent can we explain that gap? What factors might be contributing to that gap? Is it the case that that gap represents real differences in teacher performance or Given my prior work, as, as I just described, could it be the case that the, given the ways in which teachers are assigned and distributed across schools and classrooms, particularly in urban districts like Chicago, where Black teachers are typically teaching in schools, serving students who 
have lower academic achievement on average and come from economically disadvantaged backgrounds, to what extent could teachers' observation scores and this observed gap in teacher observation scores actually reflect the classroom context in which teachers work rather than teacher performance? So could you give us an overview of your approach to this work? How did you attempt to answer those questions? So we asked two questions in this paper. First, do teacher classroom and school characteristics explain the observed differences in teacher performance ratings, again, as measured by classroom observation scores? And second, does the teacher-evaluator race match influence teacher performance ratings? Now, the second question is informed by prior evidence that shows that, in fact, the race match between students and their teachers affects the academic achievement of students and other non-cognitive outcomes like behavior and motivation and later educational outcomes. The second question aimed to extend this line of research by examining whether assignment to a racially similar evaluator shapes the performance ratings of teachers in Chicago. So to answer these research questions, we rely on teacher and student level data from Chicago public schools from the 2013-14 and 2014-15 school years. And we restrict our sample to K-5 teachers who teach in self-contained classrooms, right? So those are teachers who teach multiple subjects to the same class of students throughout the same school day. By focusing on teachers in these self-contained classrooms, what we aim to do is we aim to avoid the concern that teacher performance ratings, which will depend on multiple classroom observations of a teacher's instructional performance, may be based on different groups of students. So we want to restrict our analysis to these self-contained classrooms where teachers are teaching the same group of students across multiple classroom observations. And that gives us across the 13-14 and 14-15 school years, 5,536 unique K-5 teachers in Chicago teaching in 411 Chicago public school elementary schools. Now, in terms of our methodological approach, what we do first is we ask what factors at the teacher, school, and classroom levels might explain the gap in teacher performance ratings, the black-white gap in teacher performance ratings, and second, leveraging multiple observations across multiple evaluators within the same teacher in the same school year, we explore this question of to what extent is having a demographically similar teacher influence or not a teacher's observation scores. We're, we're going to talk about your findings in just a moment, but before we do, could you tell us about the race gap in teacher performance ratings in the schools you examine? Absolutely. So teacher classroom observation scores in Chicago are based on a subset of items from the Danielson's Framework for Teaching, which is a classroom observation rubric, right, that is used to identify particular instructional practices across multiple domains of practice, and then are used to, again, measure teacher performance based on these classroom observation scores. And what's notable is that for most teachers in Chicago, most teachers nationally, upwards of 70% of teachers nationally, most of their, if not all of their, annual evaluation ratings rely on classroom observation scores, right? So these are, these are consequential when determining teachers' summative annual performance, and certainly with respect to consequential decisions around teacher retention and other sort of high-stakes decisions around things like teacher dismissal. So given that background, 
we're focusing here on, on classroom observation scores. And what we find is that on average, there's two thirds of a standard deviation difference in teacher observation scores between black teachers and white teachers. Now, what does a two third standard deviation difference in observation scores between black and white teachers in Chicago on average look like? Or what does it mean? It means that if you line up teachers based on their classroom observation scores, that the typical or average white teacher would be ranked at the 55th percentile and the typical or average black teacher in Chicago in our sample of K-5 elementary school teachers would be ranked at the 37th percentile, right? So significant difference in the relative position of black and white teachers in the teacher performance distribution based on classroom observation scores in Chicago. So what did you learn about that divide? Uh, what did and what didn't contribute to the gap in performance ratings between black and white teachers? So first we examined what share of the black-white gap in teacher observation scores were due to differences between schools and then differences within schools across classrooms. And so what we found is that this divide, this gap in black-white teacher performance on classroom observation scores is largely a function of school level differences. So school level differences account for 89% of the explained black-white gap in teacher observation scores while within school differences. So differences in classrooms that include student poverty, the incoming misconduct of a teacher's students and the incoming academic achievement of a teacher's students account for the remaining 11% of the explained black-white gap. So this means that after accounting for differences in teachers' school and classroom settings, the average observation scores of black and white teachers do not statistically differ. Further, what's particularly notable is that while teachers with high value-added scores from the prior school year, so teachers that were effective at an increasing student achievement based on the prior school year have higher observation scores. That makes sense. Teachers that are more effective in raising student achievement on average, we would expect receive higher performance ratings based on their instructional practice. Yet the prior year value added measure, the prior year value added score for a teacher explains none of the race gap in teacher observation scores. Indeed, evidence that a teacher's prior year VAM score does not explain any of the gap in observation scores may not only reflect the relatively modest correlation between VAM scores and teacher classroom observation scores, which have been shown in prior literature, but also reveal that a teacher's ability to improve student achievement growth, right, based on VAM does not vary on average by teacher race in Chicago. We also show that teachers who teach in schools with better organizational climates, which, and we measure organizational climate based on a composite index of the University of Chicago's consortium's five essential supports, those teachers have higher classroom observation scores. But importantly, this index of schools' organizational climates explain none of the race gap, which suggests that the benefit that teachers receive from teaching in better organizational settings does not vary by teacher race, which is good news, right? That suggests that teachers of all races perform better in schools with better organizational climates. And finally, what we find is when we look at whether or not the teacher-evaluator race match influences teachers' observation scores, we find, in fact, that the race of the teacher's evaluator 
does not influence a teacher's observation scores. And this analysis relies on within teacher, within year comparisons, right, of an evaluator of the same race and an evaluator of a different race for the same teacher. So again, while we can explain away the black-white race gap in teacher classroom observation scores, what's notable is that most of this black-white gap is due to both within school differences, but importantly, between school differences in terms of the context in which teachers teach. I'm curious what you think the implications of the study might be. What should policymakers, school leaders, teachers, and even families take away from this work, not only in Chicago, but potentially across the country? It's a really important question, Keith, because again, the, the focus of this work in our view, in Lauren and I, Lauren Sartain's view and my view, is to inform policy on a very important question, right? If it's the case that we're making high stakes decisions about teachers in terms of dismissal and retention based on classroom observation scores that in fact reflect in part the context in which teachers teach and not a teacher's individual performance, then we really run the risk of misattributing teacher performance and in fact, misidentifying teachers for dismissal. And so what we suggest in this paper, and in fact, we've come to learn that the Chicago Public Schools is working with the Chicago Teachers Union to better understand the implications of these findings and potentially revise the evaluation system in Chicago, which is great news. And what we advise folks in Chicago and other districts is that if observation scores were adjusted for classroom and school context, what we find in Chicago is that the teacher performance distribution would reflect the racial distribution of elementary school teachers in Chicago. Yet, as it's currently calculated, a disproportionately high share of black teachers are ranked in the bottom quartile, the bottom 25% of teacher performance, because these observation scores currently, as they're constructed and employed in high-stakes teacher evaluation systems, do not account for the classroom and school context in which teachers are working. So our results indicate that policymakers and school leaders should be accounting for the school and classroom settings in which teachers are located to more equitably and fairly evaluate and rate teacher performance. In terms of the takeaways of this, of this work for school administrators and educators themselves, the results from this work indicate that not only should policymakers and school leaders account for these contextual features of the school settings in which teachers teach, in which in places like Chicago and other districts, teachers by race are likely differentially and disproportionately distributed across schools serving students from different backgrounds. But the existence of a race gap in teacher ratings not only may lead, as I mentioned, to a misleading and inaccurate ranking of teacher performance by teacher race, but this inaccurate ranking may also have real implications for the diversity of the teacher workforce under newly implemented teacher evaluation systems. Indeed, when classroom observation scores don't account for the school and classroom settings in which teachers teach, we find that a disproportionate share of black teachers will be ranked in the lowest quartile of the teacher performance distribution, and they may be disproportionately subject for remediation dismissal relative to their white peers. Now, we also think that there are implications more broadly for districts nationally, right? So we think across districts in the United States, and certainly in urban school districts, we know that there is a widening demographic and racial gap between teachers and their students. Yet at the same time, 
Prior evidence indicates that minority students realize both short and long-term benefits to their educational experiences when they're exposed to minority teachers. Yet, evidence from this paper indicates that racial disproportionality in teacher ratings and the potential labor market consequences for minority teachers should be of particular concern to students and their families. Why? Because policymakers and school leaders should be encouraging the type of teacher sorting and the distribution of teachers across schools that increases the opportunities for minority students to be exposed to minority teachers. But the evidence from our paper indicates that the sorting of minority teachers to classrooms with minority students may be penalized by an evaluation system that does not account for differences in the characteristics of a teacher's students. And further, minority teachers might not seek out teaching assignments in some of our nation's most economically and racially segregated schools if they believe their evaluation ratings will suffer from teaching in schools and classes with students who are disproportionately economically and academically disadvantaged. So if we want to encourage the benefits that prior evidence has shown that minority students benefit from being taught by minority teachers, but at the same time, minority teachers may be penalized for teaching in schools that serve more economically disadvantaged kids, that may dissuade teachers from sorting into those those classroom settings. And that's not what we want to promote. So we want our work to inform the redesign in certain ways of teacher evaluation systems, which like value-added measures, which control for classroom and school settings using student test scores, we believe in the same way, if we were to make these very simple and straightforward adjustments to teacher observation scores for the classroom context and the school context in which teachers teach, we could more equitably rate teacher performance. And my final question, are there opportunities here for future research, either for your team or others who are interested in this area? Now, it's a great question. I think that there is ample opportunity. I think you know it's important to know to what extent a black-white race gap in teacher observation scores exists in other district settings. And there's new and emerging evidence that there is a black-white gap in teacher ratings. But to what extent does it exist in, you know, across the country? What's the magnitude of it? Is it as big as we find in Chicago? Is it bigger? Is it smaller? And more to the point with respect to policy response, to what extent are evaluation systems across districts and states nationally updating and revising their evaluation systems to more equitably and fairly rate teachers, given the evidence that we show in this paper? So again, I think there's more work that could be done to continue to measure the magnitude of this gap and promote efforts, policy-specific efforts for district and state leaders to amend evaluation systems that A, recognize the existence of this gap, and B, adjust evaluation systems so that the classroom context in which teachers teach and teach differently do not enter into the calculation of a teacher's final evaluation rating, which is consequential for a teacher's career. Well, this is just incredible work as always, Matthew, and we encourage our listeners to go read the full article. Again, it's titled, What Explains the Race Gap in Teacher Performance Ratings? Evidence from Chicago Public Schools, and it was just published in the journal Educational Evaluation and Policy Analysis. Matthew Steinberg, thanks so much for joining us today. Key, thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to this week's Research Minutes, presented by the CPRI Knowledge Hub. For more episodes or to subscribe to the series, you can find us at researchminutes.org. 
To share thoughts on today's episode or to suggest a future topic, you can follow us on Twitter at CPreHub. That's C-P-R-E-Hub.